there. Welcome back to another episode of Everyday Theologian, the podcast that we have here as part of Chippewa United Methodist Church. I am one of your hosts, Pastor Ty Kordamash, along with Chad Lewis. Yay! We're back again. And we're excited to be able to share with you today um, one of our colleagues in ministry here at Chippewa United Methodist Church. Um, We have a really awesome opportunity within our church that we have this community life center that's uh, across the alley from the church building itself. And so we wanted to be able to highlight that and highlight also the ministry that Scott brings um, um, to, uh, to our church, to our community, and how he is able to use um, his gifts to uh, benefit our Community Life Center. Mm-hmm. We lovingly refer to it as the CLC. So when you hear that, <laughs> it's our Community Life Center. So without further ado, welcome, Scott. Good morning. Uh, it's great to see you guys. Yeah. It's so Thank good you to for having you. me. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for talking with us. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. So Scott, let's just, let's learn a bit of, a bit about you first. Who uh, are you and how did you come to Chippewa United Methodist Church? I actually have been a uh, resident of the Blackhawk School District my whole life. I've lived here and um, for 35 years. What? Graduated from the local high school, Northwestern, and went to Geneva College and ended up uh, working at the Community College of Beaver County. Uh, I actually worked there for uh, 35 years and um, was involved in student services, involved in human resources. Um, But I actually completed my uh, jobs there with being dean of students at Mm. the Community College of Beaver County. So I've always been interested in youth and and kids and, and those type of things. In addition to that, I was a coach. I coached uh, women's volleyball and softball for a number of years, uh, actually about 38 years. And uh, again, uh, very, very interested in women's sports and activities and and events that go around those type of um, things. Um, So that's my background from pre uh, Chippewa United Methodist Church. (laughs) And what brought you here? I, I actually started attending the church in 2014. I was looking for a church, and and I was in between uh, different uh, churches. I was actually uh, born and raised Presbyterian, and um, I fell into uh, coming to the Chippewa United Methodist Church again in about 2014, uh, and joined in 2015, um, and. Uh, as a member, I, I just uh, was not able to really get involved in activities and didn't uh, take advantage of the opportunity to volunteer in activities until the posting for this job came up. Mm. And uh, actually, it was a friend of mine who was a member uh, mentioned to me that there was this opening for director at the Community Life Center. And I read the job description, and it talked about youth and activities and community and planning and events. And I thought, wow, those are all things that I'm very interested in and have somewhat experience in them. So I applied for the position, and and uh, really, uh, thank God, I was given the opportunity to do the position. So okay. I've been doing it since 2016. Wow. Yes. That's awesome. So it, that's it's I just kind of love how this church really fosters um, or has done a really good job over the years of fostering um, people from kind of within to do ministry and work on a greater scale, on a grander scale. 
And I, I totally agree with you. I think it's the opening of the doors. I think it's the opening of the doors. And then I think it's the number of different activities that the church offers and sure. presents and, and makes available. Mm-hmm. And then you have the individuals that are attending. Some of them are not even members. Mm-hmm. They want to be involved. They want to volunteer because they see these activities at Chipotle United Methodist Church that they might not have at their church or they might not have it through their different uh, faiths. Mm-hmm. And so they get involved, whether yeah. it's vacation Bible school yeah. or it's the rummage sale or, or uh, you know, Sunday school or just the nursery. I mean, mm-hmm. the volunteers that help out with the nursery. It's just amazing how people, once they are see all the different things the church offers, mm-hmm. buy into it. Yeah. yeah. And they yeah. realize the value of it and how important it is. Mm-hmm. And it just it's it is. It's it's great for the heart. Definitely. It really is. Definitely. Wow. So Scott, tell us about the community life center. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's a lot that happens there. <laughs> there. There's a there's a number of different things. Uh the, the uh, COVID really hit, impacted us and and um affected us. But we're beyond that now, and and we're looking forward. Um, I I like the fact that we emphasize Community Life Center. Uh, We do refer to it as the CLC, Mm -hmm. uh, but there are signs on the the building that that, uh, indicate that it is the community. And and that's what I love about it, because it is an unbelievable facility. It's an unbelievable building and facility. again, facility for the community that can be used in so many different ways, that can be used by so many different groups and so many different age populations. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, we have from kindergartners into senior citizens that take advantage of the Community Life Center. And that's... It is so vast, the amount of uh, groups that come in. It's incredible. It's it's people a, people that I would never have expected to be in our community in the first place <laughs> that have found kind of a home for their event or some sort of gathering or whatever. It's exactly right. Um, it, it, your imagination is actually what limits the community life center. It mm-hmm. can be so many things for so many different people. You mentioned about senior citizens. It, I mean, um, the different groups that come in and, and take advantage of it. We have the probably the best quilt show available in probably Western Pennsylvania and the Ohio area. We have individuals that will drive 50 and 60 miles to the Community Life Center for the quilt show that's held in October by women and volunteers that are in the Beaver County area. And when I say volunteers... Some of the women, uh, their husbands are just as involved in the quilt show and setting up and, and preparing the food in the kitchen and things of that sort as um, the women that run the quilt show. But that's October. I believe it uh, starts um, October October 4th and 5th. So there are so many different age populations and groups that, that take advantage of, of, of uh, the community life center, the yeah. CLC. That's awesome. So talk about some of the programs for us that um, that that we have specifically for kids and, and surrounding athletics. Uh, yes. Uh, the biggest thing that I want to emphasize is we run a, uh, a basketball program uh, for children, kindergarten through sixth grade. And um, it's it's uh, usually you run it for four weeks and usually uh, we divide the groups up into kindergartners uh, for an hour, then uh, 
first and second graders for an hour, and then third through sixth. Uh, and the reason we do that is just because of the sometimes the different uh, ways we actually do the programs and what we actually show the kids and the skill sets mm-hmm. that we introduce to the kids. But we use appropriate size uh, basketballs for the children, mm-hmm. and we use the appropriate size hoops. Uh, we have a, a nice eight-foot hoop that we use for kindergartners and first and second graders so that they have a, a success rate, so that they have sure. a very positive experience. And then we use the regular basketballs and hoops for the third through six. But what we have found in the past is a lot of times kids are interested in in playing through the school district, maybe what they call little cougars or something like that. Mm-hmm. But they're just a little bit hesitant. And mm-hmm. they they so we offer this basketball program and we try to offer it about four times a year uh, for the youth. And again, it runs for a month and they come in and it's 20 minutes of just nothing but the coach with the uh, group of players. And we usually try to break up the teams into six players to every one coach. And so we'll have four teams, 24 to 27, 28 players. And they do 20 minutes but nothing but drills, mm-hmm. fun things that the kids will learn basic skills from dribbling to actually running an offense by the time they're in third through sixth grade. And then for the last 40 minutes, we actually do uh, some playing. And what's nice about this is they're – their parents, their siblings, their grandparents, their aunts and mm-hmm. uncles, everybody can come into the gym mm-hmm. and watch them. And mm-hmm. it's all very positive. We do not keep score. We don't mm-hmm. even really are interested in what the score is. Uh, we're mainly concerned about giving them a skill set mm-hmm. and then allowing them to, to have some fun. And what's really nice about this is this program has seemed to feed in then into kids that realize, hey, basketball is something I want to really participate mm-hmm. in. Basketball is something I am having fun with. And then they do go out for little cougars or they go and, and play a little bit of ball in middle school and things of like that. And that works out really well for us. That's so, awesome. That's the most positive uh, yeah. program that we run. In addition to that, uh, we are the um, – home basketball court for Plants and Pillars. Uh, Plants and Pillars is the homeschooled children of uh, really this part of um, Beaver County. It takes in a large area of Beaver County, homeschooled children, and they practice in a gym starting in November, and they practice mm-hmm. all the way through to the middle of February, and then they play all their home basketball games in our uh, facility. We have bleachers. We have an actual scoreboard. And it's a full-size um, basketball court uh, with six hoops, but they use two for the uh, Plants and Pillars home <laughs> games. Um, but uh, it's worked out really well for them. So we actually want to uh, be acknowledged that the fact is that they are um, homeschooled, but we are their home site yeah. for basketball mm-hmm. games. That's and this great. past year, the uh, organizer of um, the – homeschool plants and pillars his name is nate and uh, kara hartman um this past year they actually ran a national christian high school basketball tournament uh in western pennsylvania they usually hold it in ohio and for the a a number of different reasons they weren't able to so they moved it to western pennsylvania Mm -hmm. and we were the site for the high school girls uh part of that and then uh some of the boys played down at the beaver county christian school and another high school up in pittsburgh but we uh we actually for four days had uh basketball games in there that were national 
Christian kids that yeah. wow. uh, from uh, homeschooled and private schools that came in and used the facility. You would have never thought that. You would have <laughs> never thought that we were a national right. site for that. So it was really nice. That's really, really nice. great. Uh, we have a number of AAU um, athletic teams that rent the facility for basketball. Uh, a number of teams. And then there's a large group now. It's called Blackhawk Basketball Society. And Blackhawk Basketball Society is a group of parents that have come together working with the coaches in Blackhawk to actually make uh, basketball uh, a, a excellent sport for the Blackhawk and surrounding areas. And uh, they utilize the gym from November, actually through the end of March. Okay. And um, when I say utilize it, they're in the gym usually five nights a week. Wow. And uh, that really uh, uh, is a great, again, opportunity for the community and for the kids to have a place to go and play basketball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, We got a lot of basketball going on. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Yeah. Um, we're not, we haven't been able to, again, but our, our, um, uh, in the past, in 2019, during the summer, we had what they called open gym. Mm-hmm. And it was on Saturdays. And uh, we had um, boys that came in from 8 to 10 and then girls from uh, 10 to noon. And it was only $5. Uh And um, it was uh, two hours. And they came in. And again, they worked with coaches, but they also got the chance to to practice and scrimmage and and play. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've also been host to three-on-three tournaments. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've hosted both boys and girls uh, basketball tournaments from uh, grades third through ninth. And uh, we've had uh, teams from Ohio, teams from Lawrence County, and teams from Allegheny County that have actually came and participated in our three-on-three boys and girls uh, tournaments, which has worked out really well for us also. That's awesome. Yes. That's awesome. So I know that we've got a bunch of stuff for kids, but I know that there's other stuff that happens too. We, we do. We have... Uh, I need to, to tell you that we have a number of different space availabilities for rental. Uh, we have the full gym, um, which actually can seat over 300 individuals. Um, we've had wedding receptions. We've had mm-hmm. large graduation parties in there. Uh, we have both round tables and rectangle tables. We have over 40 round tables and chairs. Uh, we have over uh, 70 rectangle tables. So we've had up to 300 individuals uh, seated in there for events. Uh, sure. We also do a half gym rental, mm-hmm. uh, which very easily would accommodate about 140. Mm-hmm. And then we also have a room called the multi-purpose room. And the multi-purpose room is right off the entrance, off to your right. And um, it's it's usually used for private parties, a small mm-hmm. birthday party or a, a surprise anniversary party or maybe a baby shower mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that we've, we've hosted there. And um, it can seat between 40 to 50, 52 individuals very comfortably in, mm-hmm. in the multi-purpose room. With all that being said, we do have an also a small kitchen area that you can, a small stove and refrigerator and freezer and, and utensils that you can utilize too for your event that you can uh, have that access to. Right, right. And we do have lots of community events that already, you already mentioned the quilt show, but there are other things that happen. Some of them are community events. Some of them are church events. Mm -hmm. The women's, uh, United Methodist women have a rummage sale. Mm, Um, Yes. For years and years and years they held. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
for years they held it over here at the church in the fellowship hall yeah and uh, all of a sudden it was suggested for them to have it at the clc the community life center and they were real hesitant at first no yeah. we don't want to do that and that's not going to work now it's the greatest thing uh, it, it's it's right. so easy and the it's access wonderful. is so available yes. and the yeah. space is yes. so accommodating for them uh, we have that coming up in September. I believe the rummage sale for mm-hmm. United Methodist Women is uh, September 20th and 21st. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that benefits the church. It benefits the community. It benefits individuals Absolutely. in the community. And then it also benefits a group out of Youngstown that yes. anything that isn't sold is donated to them and they use it for uh, individuals that don't have anything and yeah. um, or down on their luck. Sure. So it, 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 it just isn't... Chip wall, right? It's it's the surrounding area, and that's what I take so much uh, uh, warmth from sure. the community life center that it has the opportunity to reach so many people in so many different areas. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that's an incredible that's an incredible event in itself. It happens twice a year, so it's not just cleaning out your closets, but but it's really investing in community and and missions. Mm-hmm. And then we've got well, I know it happened in May, which was the first time we did something, but we there's at least one craft show, two craft shows we've been doing a year, but now we've kind of added a third. That's correct. <laughs> uh, we 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 had planned one. We usually did a fall and a Christmas, mm-hmm. and. Um, we just decided that we were going to do something in the spring. So we actually held one in May, and it was very, very good. That's wonderful. Um, it was excellent. We had about 45, 46 vendors inside and outside. We, we practiced the social distancing, and we right. practiced all those protocols yeah. that were in place in May. And um, it went real well. And now we're, we're coming up on our fall uh, craft show, which is going to be held on October 2nd. It's a Saturday. It's from 9 till 2. Um, and we're going to have probably close to 60 vendors inside and out, uh, a lot of homemade craft things and some food vendors and, uh, so many different things from jewelry to woodcraft to Mm -hmm. artwork to, uh, chocolates. Uh, I mean, it just, yeah. And then the United (laughs) Methodist women always either have a soup sale or bake sale or Uh something that they go along with it. And the, um. Uh, so many other groups from the yeah. church have a table also. And mm-hmm. then there's always some community aspect to that as well, because there's usually some kind of uh, fundraiser or donation that can be made, and it might go to Meals on Wheels. That's the local Meals on Wheels or some other organization in the community. So that's a really neat aspect of it, too. I'm so glad you mentioned that because they have donated to Meals on Wheels for mm-hmm. a couple of years. They've also donated to the Chippewa uh, Fire Department and, mm-hmm. and first responders and and the police just to give them a little bit of a, a sure. cushion at times. So, yes, I, I agree with you. That yeah. donation is, uh, again, another plus right. that comes mm-hmm. from that. So I need to also mention that we have our Christmas yes. craft show, and that's yes. December 4th. Um, so October 2nd, December 4th, put those on your calendar for yes. craft shows at the CLC. Um, we'd love to see you. We'd love to have Definitely. you come through. Definitely. Yes. And I think too, I'm pretty sure this year we're all, we have Christmas Town back, which is the kid uh, event, and that will be the same day in December. I think so. So yeah. not only do we have everything going on at the CLC with that with the Christmas Bazaar, but we'll also at the main main church have 
all kinds of stuff for kids. And I think it's that's amazing. so great that we're tying them together. And yeah. I think it's on the same day so that you can actually do a family yes. thing. You can have come over and you can take advantage of the activities here at the church for kids. Yes. And then you can end up over at the CLC and take advantage of maybe picking up a Christmas present or two sure. for someone. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Good for yourself. Stuff. Even yourself. <laughs> well, maybe. That yeah. might have happened on occasion. <laughs> if we're being honest. If we're being honest. <laughs> I do want to mention it. Um, we've, for two years, and again, uh, I need to go back and say that last year was a different year for all of us. Absolutely. Um, but we also offer a nativity showcase. And um, mm-hmm. we have that usually the second Sunday in uh, December. And they have over 120 different nativity scenes from all over the world. Uh, Just unbelievable. And some of them are very, very simple and very plain. And some of them are so expensive that we actually have guards standing there (laughs) over them, uh, which could be just me. But uh, um, the the nativity scenes are just so, and, and we usually run that from like two in the afternoon to six. Uh, and we have individuals that come in and just walk through, and it's a very nice atmosphere. It's a very nice beginning to the Christmas season sure. and the nativity mm-hmm. season and, and things of that sort. Um, if you remember last year, we were uh, we didn't do it indoors, but we actually had a live nativity scene outside, yes. yeah. and that was driven off of the fact as of this nativity showcase that we've had for a couple of years and are planning on hopefully having it again this year awesome. Awesome. in December. That's so great. Yes. All right, Scott, I feel like there's probably something we've missed <laughs> because there's just so much. Is there anything else that happens at the CLC or community base that that we just want to make sure we highlight and, and talk about? Um, I, I want to go back just for a moment on, on kids. Uh, kids are, are uh, my passion. Um, I, I have a, a grandson and I want there to be activities for him as he goes through in the Blackhawk school district in the Chippewa area. Um, but I want to mention like, for example, trick or treat, Yes, we call it trick or trunk and we do it out of the parking lot slash we've done it inside the building for the community life center. And that's in October. That's for again, kids to come because it's a very, very safe environment and individuals have decorated their, uh, trunks. But they've also decorated their tables when we moved it inside one year because of the weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's something to think about. Uh, we we are hosts for the Boy Scouts yes. uh, in the Chippewa area. And I think it's important to know that not only do they utilize the uh, church building for uh, meetings, but they also utilize the Community Life Center for like an overnight sleepo- a sleepover mm-hmm. or uh, a, a, a gym night or an activity night inside the gym. I think that that's also uh, mm-hmm. good to know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then last I want to mention about is the CARES. Uh, we have a program yes. called CARES that's really originated out of the Cranberry area. It's for adults um, with disabilities. And they utilize the Community Life Center as a uh, host point. And they come in at nine o'clock in the morning and they touch base and then they're assigned to have a person be with uh, two to three individuals a day. And then they go out and they do their community activity or event. And then they come back usually about two 30 and again, uh, touch base or home base at the community life center. So they use that and also the former youth house mm-hmm. um, here on the campus at the Chippewa United Methodist Church. But it's nice because, again, it's another population mm-hmm. that is able to take advantage of the Community Life Center mm-hmm. in a safe situation, safe harbor. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. yeah. 
And it's a good yeah. time of day, too, because they're usually here morning, during the day. You know, we don't necessarily have a lot going on then. So that building is being used constantly. I, I agree. <laughs> uh, uh, there are sometimes activities from 9 o'clock in the morning uh, with cares coming in to sometimes plants and pillars and basketball starting around noon to sometimes we don't end basketball till 11 o'clock at night. Uh, we have a Tuesday night men's group that have been coming for six years now uh, that play together on Tuesday nights. And sometimes yeah. they go from nine to 11 on Tuesday nights. So <laughs> we're open till 11 o'clock, you know, so there's a sure. lot of range there. A lot of times that people are able to take advantage of, again, of, mm -hmm. of the building and the opportunities. Yeah. And we yeah. haven't even mentioned the fact that one of our worship services on Sunday morning actually happens in that space as well. So not only is it used for the community, for our um, athletic programs, but we actually worship in that space as well. At, at 945, yeah. and it's contemporary worship, and yeah. it's it's a great band with good music, and uh, it allows uh, kids and families to come in and just, you know, sit around, but it also allows for the other individuals to work into their schedule for yeah. worship. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's really awesome. So if, if, if there's a, a need for a more relaxed space uh, where kids can actually run around and we're cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it happens, yeah. but you're right. It transforms into a worship space. It's incredible. It, it It's works. incredible. Yeah. And Your imagination can be anything at the Community Life Center. It certainly can. Can be. Mm -hmm. It certainly can. And we actually used it for Vacation Bible School this year um, because in in not knowing exactly how to plan being uh, with COVID, it became the hub for Vacation Bible School. And so while it's been used in the past, it was just transformed in a way that it hadn't been before. So, yeah, it's a really great space. We're really blessed to have it. Very, very blessed. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, pretty cool. Well, Scott, is there anything else? that you'd like to share with us today? Uh, I can be reached at the Community Life Center. Yes. The best way would be through email. Um, the My email is S-Ensworth, E-N-S-W-O-R-T-H, that's my last name, at chippewallumc.org. And uh, if you're interested in uh, activities or events or renting, uh, the facility from anywhere from a birthday party, party to baby showers to graduation parties or wedding receptions, mm -hmm. uh, anything small or large, uh, please reach out to me through email and we'll be sure to get back in touch with you. Awesome. Great. Wow. Scott, this has been so good. There's so much that we have just learned mm -hmm. <laughs> that if we didn't know it before, holy smokes. So I know that there's yeah. going to be some people who are going to be really impressed and shocked and excited. Great. about getting yep. together lots of stuff coming up this fall so don't worry we'll be sure to have that on our social media uh sites and and we'll probably be putting in little promos here throughout the next several weeks as mm -hmm. well with our podcasts um so you are sure to um to get in on all of the fun stuff in the fall whether it's basketball for your kids a quilt show a craft show um or coming to worship on sunday mornings yeah Youth group happens there. I mean, mm -hmm. look, look, it just the, it just keeps going. Yes. It just keeps yes. going. <laughs> Every Monday, youth group. <laughs> right. Monday, From five to seven. Monday night, youth group. Oh, my gosh. Well, hey, it's been really great being with you. Yeah. And I think we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. Yeah. Scott, thanks. Thank you for having me. I yeah. appreciate it so much. For, thanks. For and thanks for what you guys are doing. This is awesome that we're putting this type of information together out there for yeah. individuals. 
Yes. And it's nice that we get to meet other people too. Mm -hmm. People who didn't know Scott Ensworth, (laughs) they know him now. Yes. (laughs) For as much as we've learned about the CLC and as much of a blessing as it has been to the church, uh, and I think to the community, Scott, we're blessed to have you as a part of our staff. Well, thank you. Um, Thank you so much. And as the director. I appreciate that. um, Thank you. Your your background definitely shows through. Mm-hmm. Um, and your, I think your passion for ministry and how you engage in that, um, it's contagious. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I think, I, I know I enjoy working with you. Um, and it, for everything that happens there, um, I think a lot of people could say the same. Absolutely. Thank you, Chad. I enjoy yeah. working with you guys too, both yeah. you and Pastor Thanks. Ty. Thank Thanks. you. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for chatting with us. Yes. Well, thanks again for joining us on this episode. Uh, It was a really pleasure getting to talk with Scott Ensworth, who's the director at our Community Life Center here at Chippewa United Methodist Church. There was lots there, um, lots of dates, lots of activities. So make sure you're checking our website, um, checking our Facebook page for details. And we thank you for listening in. So don't forget, you can uh, subscribe, you can listen on um, on Apple, on Google, on Spotify. You can find us on our church app and also SoundCloud. And we'll see you again soon.